0: From ground
1: control. Is there anybody out there? This is KC on transmission 177.6. Is there anybody out there? Liberty lovers, sons and daughters of heaven above from coast to coast. And I don't mean that just here in the USA, all over the globe from coast to coast. Welcome, my friends. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. Coming back to you at what was originally the normal hours. (laughs) Yes, I know it might be a little hard to follow, but as I understand it, looking at numbers, I see that most of you who listen to the show do it through a download. Love to have as many people as we can get live. That's the uh, ultimate goal there. But happy to have those folks download the podcast as well. I think if, if you've never tuned in, if you listened before, my wife was on deployment. She is a United States Naval officer, a surgical nurse in the Navy. And she was deployed down to Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Believe it or not, not sent there to take care of the troops, but to assist and take care of those folks in the orange jumpsuits. I can say that now because she's back. I don't think I ever said it during the deployment. But during parts of that and her coming kind of back, but not really having to go back and forth, I'd move the hours And for some other reasons as well, internet a little bit and on and on. I won't go into the inside baseball part of it, but just to kind of the rhythm of my life was going at that time in a way that it was easier to move the show to 9 to 11. But now she's kind of back and the rhythm of life has changed. You know how that goes when the lady of the house returns. (laughs) So move back to the original hours. From three Monday, Wednesday, Friday from three to c three to six PM. So if you're not tuned in live today, I get it. it. Wasn't a major announcement. Even if I had, don't know how many people it would have filtered out to. So if you're listening and recording to the recorded podcast part, if you ever want to tune in live, we're back to the original hours. You can always go. I at least updated on the website. You can go to the homepage, scroll down just a a little bit. Or to the Bolt 76 podcast. I think that's what it's still named. Or I think it's show now. Hold on. Let me double check that. But I, I do believe it's the Bolt 76 show. No, I still have it podcast. I will change that. I just the vernacular of it. It's a show podcast. Call it whatever you like. I call it the show. I originally did label it a podcast because that just seems to be the popular label to label these things. But as long as you're tuning in, whatever you wish to choose. So I'm glad to have you anyway. So here we are. It is Wednesday, November 3rd, and I wanted to get to something right off off the bat today because I know it's all over the news, and I actually had a friend call yesterday. And actually, before I do that, I did tell you in the shows over the next now 23, but a show or so ago, I've read the Global, Globalist Manifesto many times, and I'll read it again many more times. But I wanted to put them out individually so people could kind of see them a little bit at a time, have time to kind of think on it. And even though this is radio station, I've said it many times, I have the ability to put out video. It doesn't care. It's ones and zeros. So you can watch. Or just listen, either way. But I made it also the logo or the little logo caption you put up for each show. And I'm doing, I made them into slides individually in the process of making it into one form so you can have all 25, pull it down and read it at your own leisure or keep it, pass it on. But I also did it to the slides made slides out of it so that I could put it in every show. It will be the logo of the next 25 shows, one at a time. And today is the second one, and let me just read that to you. The Globalist Manifesto, point two, political freedom is an idea, not a fact. To usurp political power, liberalism must be preached to the electorate, convincing them to yield some of their power and prerogative to us. Sound familiar of anything going on anywhere to you, does it? Shouldn't just be a vague thing by now. And just for those of you who may have forgotten, let me go back and I'll read number one, the one from last show, and I'll do this as we go, each one every day and go back and just to keep it, remind you, it should put a lot of things into perspective, but from the Globalist Manifesto, this is in their words, they wrote them hundreds of years ago. One, because the majority of men are inclined toward evil rather than good, the best means of governing them is through violence and terrorism. Law is force in disguise. By the laws of nature, right lies in force. And then straight into today's, that'll be up there. I will read it once more, just in case. You're just tuning in and waking up and didn't catch the first five minutes or so. Two, from the Global Manifesto. Political freedom is an idea, not a fact. To usurp political power, liberalism must be preached to the electorate, convincing them to yield some of their power and prerogative to us.
2: Now, this should be very familiar. So... And number three will
1: be coming next show. So let me get into it because I had a friend call me and I'm seeing it as I have the news in the background just to keep an eye on it a little bit. And I keep, not because I, <laughs> I know they're a propaganda outlet, but I keep the communist news network just so I can see what they're pumping into people. Now this one's going across all the news ones. And I did, I had a friend call me and ask me, hey, you know, the they had a big win yesterday in Virginia, which I've said to you many times on the show is only just a couple miles from me across the bridge, Loudoun County, from this little what formerly was a railroad town town, very middle class, the lower middle class to lower income. But right Within a mile or so of us across a bridge in Virginia is Loudoun County, Virginia, the most expensive wealthy zip code in the United States of America. And I've met people from there that tell me they are devout Marxists. I always somewhat kind of laugh at them because you live in a multi-million dollar home on massive land. It's a beautiful area. But anyway, the Virginia race is in, and it looks like Yunkin won the Republican candidate. So I had, like I said, a friend and a few other people's, hey, this is a good thing, right? Uh, you know, Yunkin won. And I'm just going to be, this is a different take, and I'm going to be accused, of OKC, of, hey, now you, you're pissing on our parade again. No, and I don't like to pee on anybody's parade for any reason. But I will put this question out there. It's not the parade, but what the cause is for the parade. Is the cause really, really, when you dig down and look into it, really worth celebrating? So let me say first, I've talked about it on this show. If you're not familiar with it, go read the book, Vote Scam. It was written 20, 30 years, maybe 40 years ago now by two people who wanted to dig into this, how are the elections rigged? How much are they rigged? Because they knew some of them were because they had seen them firsthand. And after the 2020 election, is there any question? But let's go back even further. I've said this, the 1961, even on the propaganda outlets, They'll admit that JFK went to him and his dad went to the mob in Illinois and got help get the union vote. It's so prevalent in the propaganda outlets. You can see it being portrayed in the movie The Irishman with Robert De Niro. It literally has clips in there, them going to the grave sites, writing ones down, names, and then going and voting. So a rigged election is nothing that's completely unheard of. And I know some people, oh, the conspiracy theory thing, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, you know, I'll just say what I always say. What color is the sky in La La Land? And don't worry, just take the spoonful of sugar because it helps the medicine go down. The medicine go down. So close your brains off to it if you want. But it's not only... Democrats who do it. Just go back to the Ron Paul primary against Mitt Romney. There were all kinds of questions during that one. We, as voters, have very short memories, but it's done. And that's not the only one. But in the book vote scam, and I've talked about this before, I'm forgetting the name because it's changed so many times of the NT. It was the Election Reporting Network something to that effect. It's changed acronyms a couple times since then. But this is an entity much like the Fed Reserve that has nothing to do with government. It's an appointed self-regulating agency that all the election data goes to. They compile it, certify it, and send it back. All. Now I will say this and make this caveat to it. I don't know down as far as local city council, county councils, maybe even mayoral races in smaller places. But as long as those machines and other things are there, you can guarantee something's going on. Now, I'm not making the charge right now that that erection was lit rigged, although it wouldn't surprise me. I will say this. I half expected it to be. I was looking at the numbers And I think at the time, the Republican candidate was only a ahead maybe a 100, 150,000 votes, and I thought, well, that's nothing. I'm sure they got those printed ballots somewhere in the warehouse. They can bring those out and shoot them through. We'll see. It hasn't happened yet, but we'll see. I think, though in this one,
2: they're going to let whatever the going through happen. So whether
1: it was tinkered with or not, don't know, not making that accusation at the moment. Haven't seen any current evidence, but that doesn't mean that didn't happen at the next level. And the level where it goes into this Election reporting service, and don't forget Reuters is part of this. I think it was the New York Compost. There are major propaganda outlets that are imbo- that were put in charge and involved in this. And they're, like I said, they're the ones the data goes to. Then it comes back. So anything can be done with it there, and we would never know about it. Nothing about people have tried to find out, and just much like the Fed Reserve, they're not releasing anything. They don't have to. They self-regulate. They don't have to give out any information. The little bit of information that we have about them comes from people who took, I almost believe, a decade or so to write the book called Boat Scam, and they found it all over the nation. So that I was telling my friend and a couple other people that there's just something... As I was watching this whole thing unfold in Virginia, even leading up before yesterday, I said, I just, I can't put my finger on it, but there's something I'm uncomfortable about. Something just, I can't place it exactly, but something. It sounds like to me, I see it kind of going on. It's the same old thing, folks. Remember I say all the time, there's never anything new. They just keep going through the old playbook. And I've heard someone else use the analogy, look, if you're a football fan, whatever level is, college or whatever, and you see your team line up in a formation that they've lined up in a bunch of times, you go, oh, well, they're probably going to run this play or that play. They run the same. I mean, people watch films. This is old news. So it's kind of like that when I watch anything, but especially anything going on with elections. So, I see the formation kind of forming, and it's like, yeah, I've seen this one before. Hmm. I wonder what play is going to be run here. And I told my friend, it's like, haven't we been through this before? It kind of keeps going, and I talk about it all the time, the red-blue paradigm. Oh, blue wave, red wave, yada, 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 yada. So you go back to the Clinton days oh, this stinks, we got to get a Republican in, so we put a Republican in, House, Senate, President, nothing really happens, nothing really changes as far. A few things around the edges, but even then, we got something like, uh, what was that thing called? Oh, yeah, the Patriot Act. Love that. I mean, that's just, boy, the, the Republican Party should just make that part of their, you know, ads everywhere, shouldn't they? Because that's who it was brought to by, a Republican president, allow me to remind you. But anyway, so then you had that going on. Oh, and then then you see the common thing. This Republican guy stinks. He's evil, the devil, blah, blah, blah. We got to get a Democrat in. Then lo and behold, becomes the whole, the one gets in, the savior of the universe, and then it goes back to the same, oh, this guy thinks he's evil, that he's the devil, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying every argument is wrong about that. But it goes back into that paradigm, this one sucks, blah, blah, blah. So we got to get one in. And what happened then? Very similar situation. House, Senate, presidency. He comes in. Then it, the, the the paradigm goes back the other way. Team red stinks. You know, that's how blue charges up their people. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. And even though it took a fraudulent election, which isn't the first one by any stretch of the imagination, now we have a Democrat back in. And you you see the treadmill there, folks? (laughs) Like I said, I'm not saying some of the arguments aren't real. But the whole charge and you get all the things that come out, I've seen it local, vote red up and down the ballot. And it goes, that's not just in national elections. Obviously, we see it happen in state ones as well. It'll be coming, it's probably already going on a little bit in the blue, blue, blue state of Maryland, which is where I always, the beloved ground control here that I'm coming from, you know, live at or recorded by the time you hear it. So deep in enemy territory here. Have no problem. Beautiful state. A lot of lovely people. A lot of folks that, on both sides that are, aren't are that clued in either and fall into the same thing over and over. So I just kind of saw, okay, it's the same thing kind of this Democrat here stinks and this one does and this Republican doesn't. And to give you some instance, folks, just a few years ago, I don't know if you remember, they had the big Second Amendment rally. You know, I took a busload, not a busload, I think it was about half or a quarter, but people to it. And even at one point was, and I've shown the picture, maybe I'll put it up again. I think you can go to the website and see it, where I got to even lead the rally. So I'm not against anything. I mean, and Virginia, hey, that's where the, for all the faux Jeffersonian trumpeteers, and that would be the Republican establishment and everybody who just buys into that whole song and dance, you know, just like the Pied Piper, Led rats through the streets, people dancing like swinging, dancing like marionettes, swinging to the symphony of destruction. So I just I see that kind of going, and something didn't sit r- completely right. And then I see a a post from Andrew Torba, who's the founder of Gab, and. I was already looking into a few things, and I'll get to them in a minute. And they say, hey, they want us to be able to say, see, the elections aren't rigged. That's why they want, that's what they want, but we know they are. It was, and we will not forget, talking about the 2020 election. And this one's straight from Mr. Torba. We are all, we are all being psyoped again by the people who control the outcomes of elections. No coincidence that an establishment-controlled Republican candidate sweep a blue state the day before the first anniversary of the most rigged election in history. Now, I don't know if it is the most rigged election in history. Maybe, maybe not. We don't really know that. That's assuming that this National Election Service didn't rig any of them before that. But, okay. In modern time, we'll say, in the last 10, 20 years that we think we're aware of, they want you to forget. They want people talking about Virginia tomorrow, not what happened in Arizona, Pennsylvania, and so many other states one year ago tomorrow. And that was put out a day or so ago. And now I have to admit, there was just something, you know, I'm looking at Yunkin going, eh, it doesn't necessarily represent me. It looks like says a lot of things that, you know, I kind of like, that, that I'm against CRT in the school, Second Amendment, but you hear that from all kinds of people. And then the other thing, the kind of old playbook I kind of saw setting up was they picked one major issue that the other candidate was weak on, and I get this from a tactical standpoint to a certain sense, but I watched other speeches, and it's kind of like, eh, and they pick on it, and he messed up, not only he did, but, I mean, education when's That's just a big balloon that anybody can shoot at. A uh, Ray Charles could hit that with a shotgun. Or even a BB gun, for that matter. The balloon's so big, shoot in any direction, you're bound to hit it. So I don't disagree with the the rhetoric in the sense of CRT and all that needs to go. But once again, it's kind of the same thing lining up. So I said, well, let me just kind of look into this a little bit. How
2: difficult or how much would it mean? Uh, excuse me for just a second. Pardon me. This year my sinuses get to me a little bit. I
1: had to hit the don't let them hear you sneeze button. <laughs> so let me, I just wanted to look in a little bit. Okay. Go in and look in, American politician, born 66, a few years before myself, blah, 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 born in Richmond, educated at Rice, yada, 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 bachelor's degree. Then, after graduating in 1990, joined the investment bank, First Boston, okay, handled mergers and acquisitions and capital market financing, okay. Company was bought out by Credit Suisse and became Swiss first Boston. Okay. Then went to work for a management consulting firm, McKinsey & Company. Now, I haven't dug into them, but this is where it really jumped out at me. 95, joined the private equity firm, the Carlyle Group. Huh. Now, where have we heard that name before? Just to refresh your memory, 9 2001 you remember the plane, the only plane that was basically allowed to take off and leave the country and it had some Saudis on board? Well, the reason that plane was in the country was to meet
2: with George Bush Sr. at a meeting of the Carlisle Group. He was named a partner and managing director and then eventually became the
1: chief financial officer. Now, some of these other people that were right around him working with him went on to JP Morgan and Chase. Huh. International Banking Conglomerate. Oh, yeah, part of that globalist group that I'm reading the manifesto from. Hmm. So just for those of you folks who may not be aware. The Carlisle Group, an American multinational private equity alternate asset management and financial services corporation. Just to kind of... was formed in 87, yada, yada, some of the people, Conway Juniors, Norris, Rubenstein. They named themselves after the Carlisle Hotel where they met. And Rubenstein, a Washington based lawyer, worked with the Carter administration. Norris and D'Angelo had worked together at the Marriott Corporation. Oh, wait, where's the Marriott Corporation? Oh, yeah, the major backer of Rit Romney. Rit <laughs> hey, it goes, doesn't it? Rit Romney? Okay. Mitt Romney and MCI Communications, Mellon T. Rowe Price. Hmm. Now, they were a big, big developed... The Carlisle Group developed a reputation for acquiring businesses that were part of the defense industry. They, at one point in the early 90s, acquired the Electronics Division of General Dynamics Corporation, Magnavox Electronic Systems Magnavox from Philips Electronics. Now, we think of Magnavox, some people that used to make TVs and stuff like that, like RCA. But folks, their largest part, RCA, was massive into the defense industry. Hughes Aircraft Company, United Defense Industries, and on and on and on.
2: Now, here's where they also... And it even says it right
1: here well, let me say let me just go through. I'll read it right from it. Carlisle's two thousand and one investor Conference took place on September eleventh two thousand one. It was reported that and Sha- Shakief bin Laden, a member of the bin Laden family, had been the guest of honor that day. That's the plane you see leaving <laughs> now, now the Carlisle group was also very. This happened in the early part
2: of it, but they were a huge avenue for
1: members of the Saudi royal family and others to be able to start investing and pushing their money through to bring it from over there into the United States. 2007... The Mubadala Development Company, investment vehicle for the government of Abu Dhabi, the United Arab, United Arab Emirates, they purchased a 7.5% stake in the company, in the Carlisle Group, and that was to allow,
2: at the time... It's known, okay, that group is
1: known as the Emirati State-Owned Holding Company that can be characterized as a sovereign wealth fund. The organization is strongly connected to the Mohammed bin Saeed Crown Prince of Abu Dhabi. So, they're the CFO of the Carlisle Group, who's now the elected governor of... Virginia. Now, how much do you think he really represents the people? When I you read that now and say a establishment-controlled candidate. And so that and I went a little deeper and said, well, who does not only give money to him, but who does he give money to? Well, it, here you go. I'll just read some right off the top. National Republican Senatorial Committee. Ah, from the Carlisle Group. This is when he was the CFO or an employee of the Carlisle Group. The Republican National Committee. National Republican Senatorial Committee again. John McCain. (laughs) Can't make this stuff up, folks. Once again, many of them on here to the National Republican Senate Committee. Martha McSally, David Perdue, many times on here. The Freedom Pack, the Protect Freedom Pack, many, many more. National Republican Senate Committee, $20,000. National Republican Senate Committee, $16,000. National Republican Committee, $33,000. $5,700. Paul Ryan, Ted Cruz. Paul Ryan again. Paul Ryan again. Jobs, Freedom, and Security Pack. National Republican Congressional Committee. Congressional Committee this time, not senatorial. 10,000. Back to the senatorial committee. 10,000. Jeb Bush. Paul Ryan. Mitt Romney. Hmm. Republican National Committee again. 30 grand. Senatorial Committee. Another one. Another twenty grand to the nat- to the congressional committee. Some more to Mitt Romney, Ron Johnson, Ron Johnson, Marsha Blackburn, Paul Ryan, Tom Cotton, Tom Cotton. And I know people like him, but here's where their money comes from. Once again, John McCain. And these are all. I'm not
2: reading you the same donation. Hold on, let me. I'm going back a page just
1: to see. Paul Ryan again, Paul Ryan again, Paul Ryan. Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan. George Allen, George Allen. Wynn Red, the Carlisle Group donating to the Carlisle Group. Okay. (laughs) Lindsey Graham, hmm, 10 grand to Lindsey. Once again, David Perdue, Kelly Loeffler, Scott Taylor, Scott Taylor, Scott Taylor, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham, Andy Barr, Martha McSally, Kevin McCarthy. Oh, Going to find his name on there, too. Once again, some more money to the Republican National Committee. John Sanunu, John Sununu. Republican National Committee again, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham again, Barbara Comstock, wow, right there in Virginia, huh. the Freedom Fund, Republican Party of Wisconsin,
2: wow, even Rand Paul makes this list, uh-oh. On
1: more than one... Okay. No, Paul Ryan. Did I read that right? Let me, yeah, Rand Paul made the list. I've only seen it once so far. So, oh, there he pops up again. Barbara Comstock, Barbara Comstock, Barbara Comstock. Frank Wolf, Pat Toomey, <laughs> George W. Bush. Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan. Pat Toomey, Barbara Comstock. Paul Ryan, Pat Toomey. I mean, the same names keep coming up. And up Mitch McConnell again.
2: Lindsey Graham again. Mitt Romney. So. What was. So back to the. the not.
1: Tinkling on somebody's parade. But is the reason for the parade worth it? What did folks really win, and did they win anything, or is it just made to look like that, because everybody, and I can see, oh, yeah, the red wave, I've seen it all around, we're coming in 2022, blah, 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 and I've heard this before, and what is really going to change? Is a tool of the
2: establishment going to make any real changes? I would say no. But, you know, that's just old KC. He's got a crazy age,
1: a little bit out there, blah, 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 blah. Because really, people are uncomfortable and don't like
2: when you kind of go after that, what shall I call it, the... what they think is
1: really going on, this whole paradigm of Team Blue, Team Red. And once again, hey, it looks like, hey, Red One, Red One, we're making progress. Are you really? What will actually change? Oh, okay. So maybe you get CRT thrown out of school, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. But window dressing to take away from the real of what's going on for real behind the scenes of it all. Because if they're not going to go for, and it starts first and foremost, if we don't have control of our own currency, who prints it, how much of it, what's it backed by, then we don't have control of anything. Back to Benjamin Franklin's quote, The inability of the colonists to gain control of printing and controlling their own money out of the hands of King George and the international bankers, folks like the Carlisle Groups and others,
2: was the prime reason for the Revolutionary War.
1: I'm going to stop there for the moment and let that kind of sink in. Let people mull over it and call me whatever kind of names they want to call me for it <laughs> for pointing that out. Cause I'm telling you folks, I've, I've done this even as a candidate, non-candidate around people in, you know, Republican clubs and sit on committees and this and that. And they do not like hearing it. I'm considered, Oh, you're not Republican enough. You're this, you're that you're all okay. well, I'll leave it at that. In case you didn't know and you've been listening already for 30-something minutes, this is the Vault 76 Show. I'm KC, your host, coming to you live and even recorded-wise through WKAIR1776.com, the frequency of freedom, It's not the sound of silence, although I love that song. This is the sound of resistance at every level. Internet radio, folks, I can say 100% contained within ourselves, 100% funded by me. Minus, I think about, I think we have about four or five paying folks now. Woo! Thank you, and I really do thank you, folks. So, in and, and true, the AIR stands for American Independence Radio. Truly independent. Truly independent. I'm KC, your host. And hold on, let me put this up real quick. Which one do I want to use? Hmm. Hang on, folks. Sorry. All right, let's just do. Let's just go with that. All right, I'll be back in just a few minutes. So don't go nowhere. Welcome back, everybody, to the Bolt 76 show. I'm your host. Love that last song. <laughs> great, great mashup or whatever they call them these days. They really do go together well. Okay, now back to what I was talking about before the break there. And I'll just, just to connect this back to some other things I'm talking about. Remember the 25 points from The Globalist. Here's, we haven't gotten to the as far as making the slide of it yet, but from number 12. Our wealth must be used to choose candidates for public office who are servile and obedient to our commands. They must be used as pawns by the learned and ingenious men we will appoint to operate behind the scenes of government. As official advisors, the men we appoint as advisors will have to be bred reared and trained from childhood in accordance with our ideas to rule the affairs
2: of the whole world. So take it for however you want to
1: look at it, believe, you know, in the immortal words of Tom Petty, you, you believe what you want to believe, but we all have to fight to be free. And when I say, really, what's changed? Let me go back to that for a minute as well. Or what will? Have we really won anything? Have the people of Virginia really won anything? Because what will have changed that the people aren't responsible for changing themselves or could have changed? CRT in schools, okay, do you need a government official for that? Or, could you not simply take your kids out of school and do it yourself? Oh, but I pay I, I get the taxes part, okay, and you can't- and the people can't stop that either. This is what I said to my friend. The whole part that really and it's the whole reason for this dynamic back and forth to obfuscate everything with blue, red, purple, whatever is and let me remind you, it's we the people, not we the government. It's not the government anything. We can delegate authority, but not responsibility. And that's what the danger to me of all this is. Every time one, oh yeah, we won, our side won, rah, 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 rah. Okay, but what is fundamentally changed? Nothing. And once again, to me, it's the danger of believing that it's government or some person in the government is going to change what we are responsible for changing with or without
2: them. So it's just my feeling on it, my
1: kind of pers- my perspective, how I see it. I just, I don't see it as the big gigantic win that everybody. Oh yeah. 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 I see it actually as another ven- just a veneer over what's really there. And I don't know, really, getting some Carlisle group, Goldman Sachs, people who fund Mitt Romney, Paul Ryans, and the likes of it. This is a big win, okay, so would having Romney as the president be a big win same
2: same cut from the same cloth? I think not, but that's
1: just little old k c talking. <laughs> So I will move on. I'll leave it at that for the moment. There's other things I would like to get to, but I you know, you I will leave that one for you to kind of mull on for a few minutes. Now I want to get to a tweet that came out. Like I said, I don't pay attention to that too much, but this one struck me as interesting. Do you remember me talking about and I'm sure you've seen it on the news somewhere by now, if you're not in a cave or just not paying attention to anything Anywhere. One of the propaganda outlets has covered it at least. At least Fox. But do you remember me talking about, and this came out through the whole Joe Rogan thing, that the doctor who treated him also treated 100 to 200 members of the Congress and also CEOs of companies and other places, some Hollywood types, the doctor to the stars. Well, this turns out it wasn't anything really hidden. He himself had made the posts, and for those of you who are just listening to the audio only, uh,
2: where did that come up? Not that I don't mind it. All right, I didn't want to stop it. It had kind of rolled in. Something's going on with you here. <laughs> My
1: music keeps popping up randomly, and I didn't even know that was a song It keeps popping up randomly on anyway. But that song don't get your heart, then I don't know what to tell you. But that was a complete accident. I wish I would have thought of it to do it then, but it wasn't in this regularly scheduled program. Anyway, back to the doctor that I was just talking about. And it turns out his name is Dr. Pierre Corey. They call him Dr. to the stars and other but he did. He tweeted out, and this tweet's from many weeks ago. It says Fun facts, fun fact, guys. Between 100 and 200 United States Congress members, plus many of their staffers and family members with COVID, were treated by a colleague over the past 15 months with ivermectin and the iMask Plus protocol at flccc.net. None have gone to a hospital, just saying. Now, it turns out you go into, and he did a couple interviews, It's not just Democrats, it's Democrats and Republicans, and you haven't heard a peep, and they're still pushing all this other stuff. So I wonder, going back there to the old, I uh, wonder if Youngkin and his folks were the same thing, is he going to stop all this madness in Virginia? What how deep is he really gonna go? Over and over, doesn't matter. Any of them, Republican, Democrat, rules for thee, not for me. And so many of them have taken it. This has been over the last year or so, and peep mums the word. The other thing, and I I saw him and some other people, a shout out to the Louisiana governor about pharmacists, because if you go through this, you go through the non-protocol that's put out by the government that the hospitals are following, and this would bring up another thing. I've been saying it. Lots of people have been saying it, but I've been saying it for years. I, people that are, work in the medical field, many family members, but the protocols in the government run a lot more than you think they do even about your health care. It's not just Obamacare. It was way, a lot more than that. So the protocols being put out by the CDC and other places on how to treat this or that, the hospitals are going by. So some people haven't even been able to get the doctors to write the prescriptions for ivermectin and this other protocols. And when they do, many stories, umpteen upon umpteen upon umpteen hundreds of stories about people having the prescriptions for ivermectin this other and the pharmacies won't fill them walgreens and other pharmacies won't fill them and they're using well it's not the protocol and i don't it's not approved this it's not approved that and blah 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 and this is what the shout out was to the louisiana governor i believe it was either the governor or the lieutenant i think it was the lieutenant governor from louisiana about pharmacists not filling ivermectin prescriptions and others it was a reminder. They had no problem at all. Zero. No conscience at all about prescribing oxycodone like freaking M&Ms. You could get as much and all until the government had a crackdown on it to a certain extent. Oh, boy, they would drug your ass to high heaven. Literally to high heaven. But now all of a sudden they found a conscience. Hmm. Very Interesting.
2: Very, very interesting. I think, and if you want to go the CCC stand for, go look them up, the Critical
1: COVID Care Group. If you're a family member, you or somebody, they get it and you don't want to buy into all this garbage, go check them out. Do your own research on them. I have, they have treated thousands of, upon thousands, upon thousands, upon thousands of people. And I believe so far no deaths or maybe just one, but hospitalizations, three I think. The numbers are ridiculous compared to anything going on to this government-pushed, establishment-pushed jab in your body. Experimental jab. And here's another reason on top of that, that they may not be wanting to fulfill these prescriptions or push this. This was brought up by many doctors that ivermectin now is a generic drug, meaning the patent has expired on it. So anyone can make it and it can be made for dirt cheap compared to the jab. Pfizer and the rest of them that are making billions upon billions upon billions upon billions. Just go look it up.
2: And now it's approved for, what, 5 to 12-year-olds? Do we really need...
1: I do not know why that is doing that just randomly. I wasn't even touching the computer at at that time. (laughs) I I use a Mac too. So I don't know. Apologize, kinda, because it's a great song,
2: but wasn't even touching anything at that point. So could it be? And I'm trying to figure out how to say this in the... Here you go.
1: I'll, instead of myself just saying it, let me, I actually saw this on Mr. Skousen's world affairs brief. COVID back, COVID jab, I won't use the word, agenda now targeting young children. If ever there was any doubt about the evil agenda behind this jab, propaganda and promotion, It is the recent decision by the FDA to allow it to be given to children as young as five. Children are not even at risk for the COVID virus but their developing immune systems and less robust elimination systems make them highly susceptible to damage from the jab. Real doctors, including the the ones that left the FDA because they saw this stuff coming and didn't want to approve it, the ones that resigned and put the their resignation letters out public. This was one of the exact reasons. Warned the FDA panel that the rise in deaths and jab damage to teens who are now getting the jab should give them pause about widening the emergency use of this injection to children. But their testimony fell on deaf ears. The panel acted like its mind was already made up and they were simply going through the motions of the hearing. This was even leaked out some of the actual part of that meeting where he said, we have no, one of the doctors, one of the panels said, we have no idea what the dangers are. We have no idea of any of this. The only way to do it is just go ahead and test it on the kids. Now, who in their right mind? I saw a video of a lady yesterday with her little girl up. Oh, yeah, she's a little girl. Yeah, like, I get to go out and play soon because I'm going to get the jab. Oh, yes, baby. I'm sure that lady loves her child. I mean, I'm sure there's some connection there. And the, the brainwashing and the the rest of it to make her
2: actually do that to her child is beyond me. I I just, I can't fathom it, folks. I really can't. Kinda of can wrap my mind around part
1: of it, but why? I mean, have all these people that say go by the science, go by this, that rarely understand it or go by it to begin with. But how many children were were did were did I miss something in the nation? Or children dropping dead in schools all over? Are are there bodies of dead children everywhere from the COVID? I haven't I haven't seen or heard of it anywhere. Very rare. And once again, there is no mandate and this is it's the same lie basically. It's just a edict put out by somebody, one by the puppet in chief and then one by another puppet from the FDA that said it was approved and it's not. It's not approved. It's approved under the Emergency Authorization Act brought to you by the Patriot Act. Go back and look. The emer- declaring an emergency gave the president and other people all kinds of powers to do everything and anything they wanted, including snatching U.S. citizens up from anywhere they wanted, locking them away without charge, without trial, notifying their families either. They can take houses, farms, anything they want. As long as there's a declared emergency. And think that doesn't mean anything? Okay. Kentucky man challenged the federal mask mandate and then immediately got placed on a terrorist watch list and a no-fly list. Here you go. In the UK, people who post, and they just pass on false information about the jabs could be jailed for up to two years. The third of the third offense, they could take their
2: homes. Australian government is now threatening
1: citizens also with seizure of bank accounts over COVID violations. I brought this to your attention for those of you who live in the deep, deep, blue, blue state of Maryland. I saw the article on it. Utah is now offering their test and running. They've been this Republican governor here in the state of Maryland. Hey, we should have won everything, right? A Republican governor gets elected. Everything should be fine, right? But several years ago, they, the Republican governor... I'm just gonna pause and leave it there. Maybe it'll quit popping up. I'll have to do some work on that one. What? And heaven's green earth is making it do that. <laughs> no idea. Anyway, back to that. Here in the blue, blue state, they it was a test pilot project or a program or whatever you want to call it, an app for your phone so that you didn't have to carry your driver's license anymore. Oh yeah, convenience. But now, wait. And that's all. Go look at it, folks, that the UN wants to roll out, the global passport ID, vaccination status. That's all going to be digitally on your phone. Even the new carbon taxes, they're going to track everywhere you go, everywhere you drive. There'll be a carbon tax all over it. Think I'm just making this stuff up, and it's just, oh, that that, is crazy talk, whack, crazy talk. Okay. This is from the Gateway Pundit. This particular article about Utah, the one I was reading, was here in the Maryland one. Papers, don't think that it can be easily slid into it. And the UK, the the King of the UK now, Prince Charles, attached to the whole globalist agenda, eugenics, the whole nine yards of it, just said yesterday or day before that we need to have a milita- military military. Militarized campaign against global warming and this whole back and the whole pandemic. I'm watching now breaking news. Biden speaks on COVID vaccinations for kids ages 5 to 11. Now, if I don't even care what side of the fence you're on, if this puppet, the guy who craps his pants, is wearing diapers, and this has come out even from inside Secret Service leaks all everywhere, and doesn't even know his name from day to day, tells you to do something, you go along with it, I'm just going to say with as much compassion as I can, you get the government you deserve. But back to that driver's license, the gateway will include It will start to include the new digital driver's license will include your vaccine status may eventually include your credit score, travel records and social credit score. MasterCard and other places have already been running this along with many other people. This is coming right from the state. Utah is one of the test dates for DDL 2022 be launched fully below are some items that will be tracked or can be added at a later time and those republican folks who knocked on the doors to get the republicans elected here they helped pass it right here in this state health records this is what's going to be tracked now then and can be added at a later time health records vaccine records financial report credit score travel record taxes vehicle registration spending voting sex offender status, license and permits of all kinds, dietary preferences, outstanding parking fines and fees, background checks, reward programs, social credit scoring.
2: The mobile driver's license, the future of identity. Already been being tested here in the Republican governor's state of Maryland on and on and on and on, I mean, I could spend the next
1: here i just I just read a couple off the top here. Another professional soccer player collapses on field, suffers on field cardiac arrest after taking the jab. Barcelona football star. Taken to hospital after experiencing chest
2: pains. Six weeks after promoting the vaccine to 12-year-olds, Israeli girl collapses from Pfizer shot.
1: Right as taking it. I mean, have we not enough seen enough videos on the nurses? I mean, there's a my wife's a nurse, so I said it too. She just looked at me because I heard it somebody say, "Yeah, they're dropping like nurse uh, like
2: nurses after the COVID jab." So for those out there, for oh, he's jacking on it? No, no, no. I love the nurses. I have friends,
1: family members that are close, but. How many videos have we seen of that? And I can tell you too, I know others that have shot that,
2: medical healthcare providers that shot that stuff right in the trash instead of their arms. Fully vaccinated White House Press Secretary Pisaki tested positive for COVID. How much of this
1: false fake narrative has to come forward before people will wake the up and stop do we need it is here kind of back tied into the do we need a govern a certain government person elected to tell us this or to implement this, or do we not have the power to do it on our own under our own volition? Do we not have the intelligence, not have the power? Did the American people lose the intelligence, the will, the spirit to act on their own? And I know, don't get me wrong, I know there are millions of people doing it, from the police departments, the fire departments, nurses, doctors, people all over. I get it. And I know people that want to, that are being coerced into it to keep their jobs and other stuff. I'm not... condemning those folks i have said on air live thank you to those in all forms but it it does help in many instances to have people like police or fire people that we you know have viewed as heroes just a year ago first responders nine eleven, the whole nine people that are in the eye of the public to stand up against it it does Me standing up against it or another unknown. Okay, yeah, maybe. And I'm not minimalizing that. I'm in the same boat. But it helps. So I say thank you to those people. And I say thank you to everyone resisting tyranny on every level. There have been protests in New York and other places. But overall, we need to keep... And don't think just because we do that they're finally going to take their foot off of the gas... This one is all the way, folks. All the way. That's kind of like what I said about, I'll go back to the Yunkin thing for just a minute. Worth over $400 million. Now, and I've said this about ones that are running for offices here. Do you think he, people like him or the others, are willing to lay down their life and everything they own
2: to defend you. No, they're not going to. So um I don't I don't buy it for and believe in it for a minute.
1: So let me leave that with let me leave you with that for a few minutes and I will take another short pause and let you kind of let all that roll and wash over. I'm KC your host. This is the Bolt 76 show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Bolt 76 Show. I'm your humble, mere, aspiring, hopefully lovable rank amateur coming to you, sharing my thoughts and perspectives
2: with you. This ties in before I move on. Move in, because I
1: have many thoughts as I talk about some of this stuff and r- reminds me of some things, but... Back to kind of what I was talking about at the beginning, the concern, the deeper concerns. As I hear people here in this country and other countries talk about, and the growing number of people warning us and the people in their own countries that governments lie. That's what they do. And one should never trust the government. And I've heard this from so many Jeffersonian trumpeteers. For those of you new, that'd be Republican establishment or those who go along with it. And I have a question for those people that are, like, say, say, oh, well, Team Red win, Team Run big. I saw a headline. Make the Team Red, make, Republicans make stunning gains headed towards midterm elections. Okay. So if we're never to trust government, and government always lies, is that only when Team Blue's in charge of it? Or when Team Red's in charge of it? That's when you can trust the government. Is that that how it works? Oh, I, I didn't know that. Sorry. Hello, McFly. You know, you can trust it when Team Red runs it, just not when Team Blue runs it. Oh, okay. Hmm. And this goes right along with it that I was staring at a little bit while the music was playing at the uh, TV in the background here. Or I guess Cho Chin O'Biden, that would be the puppet-in-chief, the installed leader in New Beijing there, formerly known as Washington, D.C. He's not the only installed puppet there by any stretch of the imagination. But speaking of the Virginia race and I guess this other one in New Jersey is too close to call right now. And let me take a side road for now I'll go back to it. The let me just make a note to myself real quick. <laughs>
2: Okay. So one thing he
1: said about it was that the reason and it's going on I'm watching some of them, you know, on the propaganda communist news network talk about what is it that why is it that we lost and what do we need to know. <clears throat> one of the things both points made was that people the American people want us to get things done. Oh, is that what it is? Is that what you want from your government for them to get things done? Well, they're getting plenty done. Patriot Act, uh, throwing American citizens in jail, no charges, no the rest, spending tons of money. I mean, there's no shortage of money being spent since Republicans, Democrats, all of them. Is that what we want? I mean, they're doing things. Because I've heard that argument from both sides. I've even heard red politicians get up there and say it. You know, the reason we lost the midterms is because we didn't get anything done. No, you got plenty of crap done. Folks, go look at, there's a reason the Federal Register is so thick now it takes like 10 people to carry it anywhere. I think that's what we call the Federal Register. That's where every law that they pass in Congress gets written into the books. I've known somebody who worked in that office. It's so big and gigantic because they're getting things done. They're just not, in the words of Thomas, Dr. Thomas Sowell, you will not understand politics until you understand that politicians aren't trying to solve our problems. They're solving their problems, which is first getting reelected and then whatever second is distant, so all these laws and all the other stuff, you know, they're getting things done. Now let me jump back into the Virginia thing for just a moment. I saw this. Remember when I mentioned the mail imbalance? And I just I saw this yesterday, the day before, that there was a lawsuit brought again by folks, Democrat groups, challenging because the United States Postal Service was holding up the mail in ballots. And a judge there somewhere, I don't know who the judge is or whatever in Virginia said, Nah, we're not gonna we're not gonna see this. We're not gonna accept it. So is we looked into that judge deep enough, who was influencing them not to? Why didn't that happen in the twenty twenty election? But where they said, Nah, we're not allowing these mail ins. Oh, but all of a sudden 2020, it was okay. Now
2: it's not. Hmm. Could it be? Larger forces at work here? Just saying.
1: I got a few clips to play for you today. Now, this first one, I haven't actually seen. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm going to be watching it, listening to it right with you. But it's from Greg Reese that I play a lot of clips from. And I just caught my eye because it says know thy enemy. So let's go ahead and give it a whirl. As always, you can make up your own mind.
3: Enemy. One that is antagonistic to another. Something harmful or deadly. For those with eyes to see, humanity is currently under attack by an antagonistic and deadly foe, an enemy that must hide in the shadows to survive. But there is always a money trail, and money is their only real power. So to find the real enemy, we must follow the money. In the documentary, Monopoly, Who Owns the World? Tim Geelan does an excellent job of doing this. While there appears to be hundreds of independent companies producing food, they are practically all owned by the same small group of companies. These companies are controlled by their top shareholders, financial institutions such as Berkshire Hathaway, Vanguard, BlackRock, and State Street. This is also who owns Silicon Valley, big tech, the airline industry, the steel industry, agriculture, the textile and clothing industry both the oil and solar panel industry, tobacco, alcohol, pharmaceutical, electronics, and banking. Just about everything in today's modern world is owned and controlled by these same financial institutions who are also invested in each other, forming a pyramid of financial power topped by BlackRock and Vanguard. BlackRock loans money to the Federal Reserve Bank, advises them, and developed their software system. BlackRock itself is owned by Vanguard, and Vanguard, sitting on top of the world pyramid, keeps its shareholders private. But we know that the majority of wealth has been accumulated by inheritance and monopoly, and the same few families have owned most of the world for generations. Families such as Rothschild, Rockefeller, DuPont, Morgan, and Bush. Operating through nonprofit foundations, these unelected families are able to rule over the world like kings. This is the way it has always been, whether it be via pharaoh, royalty, papal supremacy, dictator, or investment banker. Mankind has always been managed by the rich and powerful. Freedom is a dream yet to be fully realized in this world. After the American Revolution, our forefathers gave us the tools to realize this dream of self-governance in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights tools that will be stripped away unless mankind decides to stand and face their enemy.
0: Here we need a vast military-style campaign to marshal the strength of the global private sector, with trillions at its disposal, far beyond global GDP, and with the greatest respect beyond even the governments of the world's leaders, it offers the only real prospect of achieving fundamental economic transition. transition,
3: transition, For InfoWars.com, this is Greg Reese.
1: Well, I didn't even plan it that way. That fit in very nicely. By uh, talking about the folks from, what was it? <laughs> J.P. Morgan, the Carlisle Group, on and on, which are owned even more so by the bigger companies, on and on. I haven't seen that one. I will watch that and give you a report on it. Monopoly, the, that. I saw a bit, if you are just a listener and don't see the video they showed. I've seen some of that before where it is. You take even the most common companies, Nestle or something like that, and you filter through the final folks who own them, and it's the same one who owns this company and that company. It's back to the old adage I've told you, folks. If you own the McDonald's on one corner... Then you definitely want to own the Burger King on the other corner if you own gas station A on one corner you want to be you want to own gas station B on the other corner so that you are your own
2: competition. This is as old as the hills. nothing new about that Now, this next one you can take it for however you want. Let me think for a sec. Do I want to say this one for a minute? Hmm. Okay, I'll go ahead and do this one as well. You've heard me talk about it. Others maybe, and
1: you might think, man, that's too fantastical to talk about. It's crazy. Once again, Casey's off the rails, man. It's always part of that conspiracy group, man. They just talk about all kind of crazy stuff. Okay, well, now you're going to hear it. This is Professor Yuval Noah Haria. It was just on 60 Minutes, but before that, I this is the one they consider the guru of all of it. Of the transhuman movement, all of this stuff, he is the guru of it. Everybody, I've heard everybody from Shatner to so many people, just oh, he's the, he's the, he's he knows the smartest doctor in this, PhD in that. Oh my gosh, he knows everything, and he's got, they got the plan, he's got the plan. So I want you to listen to what he's telling you in this one. He's laying it out for you. They've laid it out on white papers and everyone. He's given speeches everywhere. But really listen to what this cat is saying. And see if you can plug that in to now and make any sense. We're almost there. We're on the way. He says it. But once again, though, I'll play it. And you make up your own mind.
4: Well, I want to talk to you today about the future of our species. And really the future of life. We are probably one of the last generations of homo sapiens. Within a century or two, Earth will be dominated by entities that are more different from us than we are different from Neanderthals or from chimpanzees. Because in the coming generations, we will learn how to engineer bodies and brains and minds. These will be the main products of the economy, of the 21st century economy, not textiles and vehicles and weapons, but bodies and brains and minds.
3: It was always
4: very difficult to be in charge of your destiny. What is unique now is that what people, the big danger for people is no longer exploitation, it's irrelevance. I mean, previously in history, if you were on the wrong side of history, if you didn't understand what was happening and and you you lost the competition, then you ended up as some kind of serf or manual laborer being exploited by the people who understand and have the power. Now, if you're left behind, you're facing something far worse, which is to be completely irrelevant. They won't even need you as a serf or as a slave.
0: Yeah, which is a which is a, a worrying thing, and of course, we, before we go, we're very concerned about how to how to find
2: meaningful work and meaningful existence for for, for folks.
1: Okay, folks. Did you catch that? And he's not this. He's just the guru of this movement. There are so many people that are involved in it, and this is what the Gateses. All these people actually believe, and I know because when I was talking to a talk to friends, family members. They're just, that's too crazy. It's too fantastical. But they believe this. They believe, I've read you the articles from Popular Science and other ones. He's not the first one to say it, but this is where it all comes. Look into the transhuman movement. It doesn't talk about, not meaning switching your sexes, meaning humans will be gone. They, They, we don't even know how far along they are in creating this, but they literally believe First off, let's just say they don't believe in heaven or hell, God or the devil, any of it. They think it's all garbage, and the people who buy into that kind of stuff are just stupid, silly, you know, dumb, uneducated people. Not the PhD-educated people like us. No, those are the little people. Pass the grape coupon, please. And if you think these people don't look at you like that, well, just what's the color of the sky and la-la land? And don't worry, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Take your jab, the medicine go down. Take your jab. Okay? But they don't believe in that. So they actually believe, and they've been in the process of this creating... Bodies, brains, just exactly what he talked about. They can transfer their
2: intelligence, their consciousness
1: into something that's created that won't break down or can be fixed, like not made of flesh and blood, because that deteriorates, obviously. So number, And number two, they don't believe in the soul. It's just, it's a consciousness. It goes no further when you die, that's it. And they think by this way that they can go on living long time. And in fact, I think it's him in another clip or somebody else that said they've had all the films, pictures, talks, recordings of their father, and eventually they would be able to bring him back to life in this. So since they don't believe and souls and the rest of it. These are literally, you've seen movies, a robot, a a non-biological entity that just walks and talks. And in truth, that's why they're gathering a ton of the information that they are on everyone so that they can make McDonald's and a few other places. We're already talking about replacing all their workers. All, not just some.
2: All of their workers with non-human labor. I know it sounds
1: fantastical, and it sounds and don't don't get me wrong; these people are absolutely nuts. I heard one person, and I agree with them totally, say, "Hey, if the Bill Gateses and the Klaus Schwabs and the the." a royal family of England and anywhere else and all the rest of these nut jobs want to create something and transfer their freaking whatever into it, by all means, go right ahead. The rest of us will stick with our souls and a human existence. And you know what? Elon Musk even talks about this as well. I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm not saying he's all this, but he is aware of it. He talks, no, no, I'm not for this. Humans should... It needs to be a human presence when we go explore these things, Mars and other places. We need to expand. That's why he's saying, when he says human, you want, what's, he's talking, he's making that point directly at these folks. Let me, I'm going to, one more time, it's only a minute or so long, but I really want people to understand that there is a large group of people. Now they're being misled by a spirit, no doubt about it. And that's why as we keep going and going and going, the choice will be very clear of what side you are going to stand on it. And it's not going to be Team Red or Team Blue. That's where as deep as you think the choice goes, you have my deepest sympathies. You will make the wrong choice under that one. It goes far, far, far beyond that. one more time
4: i want to talk to you today about the future of our species and really the future of life we are probably one of the last generations of homo sapiens within a century or two earth will be dominated by entities that are more different from us than we are different from neanderthals or from chimpanzees because in the coming generations we will learn how to engineer bodies and brains and minds. This will be the main products of the economy of the 21st century economy. Not textiles and vehicles and weapons, but bodies and brains and minds. It was always very difficult to be in charge of your destiny. What is unique now? is that what people, the big danger for people is no longer exploitation, it's irrelevance. I mean, in the previously in history, if you were on the wrong side of history, if you didn't understand what was happening and you, and you, you lost the competition, then you ended up as some kind of serf or manual laborer being exploited by the people who understand and have the power. Now, if you're left behind, you're facing something far worse, which is to be completely irrelevant. They won't even need you as a serf or as a slave.
1: Get that? They don't. They won't even need you as a serf or a slave. They won't even need us. So they're trying to literally get rid of humans. I know. I believe me. I know it sounds crazy because it is absolutely crazy. I'm just telling you their goal and. That, This isn't something that's that secret. You can read it in their white papers. Go look at tons of it's being pushed and come out through the United Nations. A ton of stuff. In fact, the other thing I'm about to do for you, I just kind of got it and started going over it. The long term, it's right from the White House's own uh, website. The long term strategy, the United States. Pathways to net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050. The Long-Term Strategy of the United States with Pathways to Net-Zero Greenhouse Gas Emissions by 2050, published by the United States Department of State and the United States Executive Office of the President, Washington, D.C., November 2021. And it's signed by Special Presidential Envoy for Climate, John Kerry, and Gina McCarthy, National Climate Advisor. Boy, those are two. Uh yeah, I wanna to talk to you guys about our long term strategy. <laughs> yeah, uh can you can you dial the jet back just a couple there? 'Cause I they can't hear me. Okay, I'll be right there, guys. Don't worry. Can you get it uh, you get it cranked up and I'm gonna need the fifty cars I'm gonna take once I get there all ready to go to. Okay. Anyway. I mean it's rather long, but I'm gonna go through some of it or all of it and 'cause I've already heard some reports about it and Believe me, carbon. It's a war on carbon. Just in case you guys don't remember, some people forget, we're carbon based, you and I. (laughs) So getting rid of that carbon, I kid you not, go look it up. You can see it on mainstream propaganda outlets. Remember how it used to be plant a tree, save a tree, love the trees, hug a tree, kiss a tree. All the all everything above. Well, now they're talking about we need to cut the trees down and bury them in mass graves. I kid you not. And just as El Rushbo used to years ago, you know he would talk about it. Boy, I, I would joke about this or that, and we'd laugh. But now it's true. We didn't know any better, not than to not laugh about it. And we're there, folks. This stuff coming out now isn't even laughable, none of it.
2: It's for real. So Now, on let me move
1: on. I could stay on that for weeks, months and year drive trying to drive that one home. Not that this is going to make any difference, but I'll just point it out. It was very interesting because, look, folks, on neither side, red, blue, many many love living in la-la land. No matter what you say to them, it's not going to. And this just happens to be one on the uh, Democrat propaganda side, the whole thing of racism. Well, you remember all the white supremacists that helped get Yunkin elected? You know, that's their way that. Charge up their base. Kind of same white supremacists that were backing Trump and all that. Well, in case you didn't notice, and it was decent to hear her say it in the speech, but the lieutenant governor of Virginia is a Jamaican immigrant
2: of non-Caucasian persuasion
1: who served in the Marine Corps I get when she wasn't even a citizen yet. And this happens. I know. I've served in the army with people from Russia, Britain, all kinds of places, Ukraine, uh, South American countries. they have gotten their green cards to come in, join the military, in hopes that that would, you know, service of their country would make it a little easier for them to become citizens. And it does. But I don't have an issue with that. I mean, there are many people that never that are live here their whole lives that never serve. People that go into government and control the budgets and send their your daughters and sons, daughters, mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, all whole nine yards to wars that never serve a damn day. I kid you not, I often think if you're going to vote for a war, you, you you should have to resign your office and get into uniform the second you vote yes and go to the very front of the lines. If not
2: you, your your children. But it should be you.
1: There's one you think anybody in Congress will ever pass that bill or bring it up on the floor? <laughs> yeah, if you vote yes, you're the first one in war. Ah, uh, how many wars do you think we would have been in in the last hundred years if that was the rule in Congress? Zero, absolute none. more after that, no, 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 invasion of anywhere. Even old Billy Boy himself wouldn't have sent people to Kosovo and other places. No, 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 no. I don't, and it doesn't matter, female, male, hey, you want them equal, hey, let's go for, you know, equal opportunity all the way. Doesn't even matter. You're in Congress, you vote to go to war, send troops anywhere, your ass is first on the grass or sand, whatever else it is. That'll end the wars tomorrow.
2: You'll never get that.
1: Now, this kind of ties in with the other one that I was just talking about, the racism part, because I hear this all the time. You know, I've heard... Chinese puppet LeBron James. I'm... America's so racist. Uh, Black man can't get ahead, but shut up. I got uh, almost a billion dollars. Poor me. Then you got... uh, Colin Krapernick. The cancer on everywhere. I guess he's just come out with a Netflix special. Now everybody wants Chappelle's gone, but they don't want Kaepernick's. And... This one's interesting to me because he literally, I don't know if you've seen it. There's a clip from it I saw where he's hes kind of in the background. They put it together where they're, they're you know, the NFL combine where they're measuring people height and all this. And he's talking about it, how they just used to do that to slaves and they literally kind of walk off the screen and morph into slavery and chains. And then you have white men selling them. And he literally saying the NFL, he says it, the NFL is is like the slave auctions way back when. And, okay, if you want to make the argument for that, I'll go right ahead. But it's interesting to me, now, how many people way back then voluntarily signed up to go as opposed to the NFL draft, now where people are doing anything,
2: everything they can to get into the NFL draft. Uh, I don't know. And if you want to make that comparison. To a
1: certain. Okay yeah. They can you know go sign up. Even though they're getting paid millions of dollars. They're still being oppressed by the man a little bit. Yeah okay well try doing that for $15 an hour. Or $20 an hour. Or even less in some cases. And. Talk to me about, and that doesn't only happen to folks folks of a certain skin color. How many people out there, maybe you I've done it myself work for the man for almost nothing so for a few million dollars a year, there's a lot I could put up with a lot more, and I might you know I'm sure you could feel like a slave at some point then, but depending on the conditions, you know, I might be able to tolerate it for. Five, ten, twenty million dollars a year and somebody wiping my butt for me and all kinds of good stuff. I, you know, might be tolerable at that point. But I'm not really sure who's his target audience for is this? Is it he wants the NFL done away with? Does he want the the young men of all color? But especially since he's, you know, speaking up his blackness there. Is he trying to tell young black folk in college and the other places not to go to the NFL. Does he want the NFL done away with? Which, hey, you're not gonna get much of an argument from me there. I haven't watched a game, I couldn't tell you how long, when the Pittsburgh Steelers became the Pittsburgh Kneelers, I was done. And you couldn't pay me to watch a game. Well, you know, maybe 10, 20 million, I might watch one for one game. I mean, you make me want to make me a slave like that for 10, 20 million years. I might do it for a game, sure. Or for that kind of money, I might watch a whole season. But when they made a poli- uh, football political, L. Rushbow used to talk about it all the time, too. I lost, done, over with, that. And, I, you know, I don't even care that the folks wanted to make a statement or that's the way they feel. You know, Krapernick or any of the others, if they wanted to do that, fine. Just don't do it on the field, and it hey it's a free country. I said this one time when I asked during the campaign about it. This is sure it's a private company, and if Jerry Jones or the owners of the teams want to let these guys do that that's they're free to do that, but I'm also free to not pay one cent to go to a game wouldn't buy anything with anything n f l on it. And if it's such a slave thing, how many? of you go, how many people of minority or of color are wearing NFL apparel? Somebody forcing them to go buy it? Hey, you go buy that jersey over there and and hat. Uh, get, get the shoes too. And is it just limited to the NFL, or is it not the Chinese Basketball Association too, or Major League Baseball for that for that matter? I mean, look, isn't that ironic? The Braves win the World Series when they wouldn't let them have the All Star Game at their stadium because it's just too racist there in Georgia. I guess the the champions of the KKK from Georgia won the World Series this year, according to their
2: mindset and you know logic and all that. How ironic.
1: But, yeah, I don't know who Crapper Nick's trying to uh, target during that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, they got the, the demon we call the Wicked Witch of the West, Nancy Pelosi, jawing about something on there now. Who votes for these people? I mean, who? <clears throat> I guess it's the same kind of people on the other side that vote for a John McCain. I mean, just the polar opposites of one or a Mitt Romney or somebody like that. Or maybe even a Yunkin? Ah, uh, dare. Oh, Casey, don't go there, man. Hey, we just won. Okay. Hey, do you want a chief financial officer of the Car- Carlisle Group? Okay. I guess. Eh. Yeah. And you know, well, the old argument I hear. Well, man, you know, it's he's not as bad as the other guy. He's a lesser of two evils. Well, let me see. One evil or another evil. That's lesser. But aren't they both evil, like one degree lesser than the, the another one is still you know one being <laughs> less than
2: five? they're both still numbers, aren't they? okay, just checking. <laughs> And along those lines, it kind of goes along with the
1: uh, what I'm talking about with this whole race garbage. You know, it's kind of, it goes back to the kind of whole Obama thing. Many people voted, all right, we got a black president. can't no longer say we're racist. How'd that work out? And now you have the lady in Virginia, I guess. Well, do you think that'll stop the Democrats saying the KKK is running the Republican Party? since they did elect a Jamaican black lady as their lieutenant governor. You know, these same KKK white supremacists that are, oh yeah, aren't those the uh, parents who didn't want their kids taught critical race theory and they're white supremacists? Isn't that the biggest danger now to the, to the world, to the United States, according to the puppet-in-chief? But also, too, and I heard, like I said, I've heard King James, the oppressed, multi, 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 millionaire oppressed King James say, you know, when he's talking about, oh, it's a beautiful black lady, black, beautiful, and this and that, and this and that. Well, you know, it reminds me. I always thinking. I heard some. I've heard it so many terms, but I, I heard it one day, and I thought, "Is it beauty? Just beauty? Being beautiful is being beautiful, regardless of anything external, right? I mean, there are people who are attractive, no doubt, but it reminded me of a saying that I've heard since I was a kid: that beauty's only skin deep, but ugly straight to the bone or to the soul, you could say. So, what the heck? When I hear people say that, why, did, why, is it, why does it have to be beautiful black, beautiful this? How about just a person is beautiful because they're beautiful, inside or out. And maybe some people that aren't that attractive
2: on the external are very beautiful people. When did this happen?
1: True beauty, as I understand it and I see it, has nothing to do with anything external to someone. Nothing. Except their actions, maybe, if you want to say that's because their arms or lips or something are making it. Now I'm seeing it on CNN, the old uh, thing with boy, old Yunkins up there. And <laughs> I'm sorry. All I can think of is Carlisle, Gloop hundreds of millions of dollars, Romney donator, McCain donator, blah, blah donator. I guess if you donate enough money to the Republican Senate Committee, National Senate Committee, National Congressional Committee, enough of their stuff, they'll let you get elected governor. So, uh, for any of those candidates here in the blue, blue state of Maryland running, hey, just start donating. You know, go take a look at who he donated to and donate, and maybe you'll get there too. I bet you if I pull up Hogan, I can find some of the same stuff on. The Sith Lord Hogan.
2: This one I saw as well. I
1: didn't. Re- I wasn't really familiar. I'm still not overly familiar with. I guess the senator, the congresswoman from Arizona, S- Sin Cinema, S I N E M M A, and I saw some news clips of people really just lamenting because. Okay, I guess this. Like I said, I don't know if she's a congressman or a senator from Arizona. Well, she's in Congress either. Representative, she's in the United States Congress one way or the other, and she's the first self professed bisexual from Arizona. I mean, hardcore progressive, the whole nine yards. But uh, she also promotes herself as a bit of a centrist, yes, a centrist, uh huh, kind of like our Republican governor here and our. Uh, the Sith Lord Hogan. He has one thing in common with our congressional representative here. That'd be uh, Al Catrone. He promotes himself as a oh, centrist too. A little more centrist, not not far left center, not far right center, but a little bit more in the center.
2: I've heard people say that he's a centrist. Oh, okay. But
1: anyway. <laughs> I guess this cinema, whatever the heck her name is, she was at a wedding in, in Arizona where the family invited her. And I guess the family they don't they didn't give much background, couldn't find much background, but judging by the place it was at and what some of the people on the guest list, they probably have some money. I'm not talking about, you know, your average uh, people here, you know. When I say average meaning the people making roughly the Somewhere in the neighborhood around, give or take the average salary in the United States. They look like they live much bigger. And if you have some senator or congressman that you're inviting to your daughter's wedding, now I thought that was a bit of a, you know, personal affair, close people. Now I know in some instances they'd like a big wedding and they would invite all kinds of people. But if you're going to invite a... very progressive, first bisexual, blah, blah, blah in the house, yada, yada, yada. You've probably helped create some of this motion on the progressive side. And I would bet to mention somewhere either in your private conversations or other ones in a little more public, but not making the evening news, You know, you've probably said a few things against Trump and the supporters and the the oh-so-peaceful protesters during those last years, burning the buildings down, killing people and all that kind of stuff. Not like the radical crazies of January 6th, but those peaceful angel protesters from BLM and Antifa you probably help support those folks a little bit, too. Otherwise, why would you invite this lady to your wedding, your daughter's wedding? Well, since they did, and this is one of the things, you know, and it's kind of true. I hear this said about the progressive folks, and it goes true on the other side, too, you know, with Team Red. If you don't agree a hundred percent, or you're just you're not Republican enough or Democrat enough, you're just rah 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 rah. They get their panties all in a wad on both sides of the fence, but especially in the progressive, you either a hundred percent there, or you just are done. So I guess on uh, bisexual cinema there, um just didn't go along 100% with the radical progressive folks and they decided to protest her being at the wedding and they were rather relentless about it and the mother came out and pleaded with them she's in tears i i i get that stinks and stuff. and the kind of the the folks that i saw talking about it and you know were these mean protesters and yeah they're mean and crappy but I say it to both sides sometimes. You know, Newton's second law, all the force always that you create, the force opposing you most of the time. Well, I'm sure they helped create this force, this weapon that they pointed at other people. And it just came back to bite them in the rear end at one of their own most precious moments in life. So I can only feel so sorry for them. I feel sorry that they were that ignorant to start with, that they didn't understand by drumming that kind of hate up for someone. Eventually, it'll come back on you. Hate begots hate. Only way to defeat hate is with something else. Seems like I remember some wise
2: men saying at some point in time, different points in history even. Kind of crazy, huh?
1: Moving on, moving on, moving on up. Remember, there is no such thing as a left or a right. I'm here to suggest to you today that there's only an up or down. And yes, I didn't come up with that. That's borrowing something from a
2: 64 speech from Ronaldus Magnus. I found this one interesting as well. I don't know if you've heard it. No, the looks like the
1: United Nations is trying to build some money out of all the Elon Musk because they put out that $6 billion would solve world hunger if somebody, people like him would just donate the money. And I guess they hit him up on Twitter or something, kind of trying to start something with him. So he's like, okay, sure, I'll donate the money. First off, if you can tell me... Guarantee me that I get to control where it goes and can track every dime. But what struck me, six billion? That would solve world hunger? How much do you think is in the budget of the UN? Little more than six billion dollars, you think? Well, how about they forgo spending for however long that is and then spend that six billion to solve world hunger? And has there not over the time been six billion donated in total? Or tell me to End world hunger. That in the last 40 years, six billion dollars hasn't been donated, or is it just enough has been donated? We need another six billion. I mean, do you buy that to start with? And like I said, six billion. Hey, Biden could print. Why isn't Biden, Cho Chin, and the rest of them come six bill? Oh my goodness, that's decimal dust compared to the trillions. Throw on another six billion on the current bill to solve world hunger and let's get it done once and for all, huh? I mean, even the Republicans are gonna be on that one. Six bill? That's nothing. That's like a day for a war in a desert or something. A day. I mean, six bill. But I loved what Elon Musk came back to him and said. He said, how about uh And folks, you can find this all over. He immediately put up an article about children under the age of, what was it, 10-something or like that? Article after article of them having to perform oral sex in order to get food from the UN workers. Just go. The UN runs one of the largest pedophilias, rings, and they, they, they hide the crimes committed by their representatives everywhere. Just look it up. It's all over. That's not even that's not even conspiracy theory kind of stuff there. Quote unquote. That's that's mainstream propaganda. Even they have to say I've come out on the truth of that one some. <laughs> and this is the same it, even at one point, I forgot what it was, the UN withholds World Health Organization's money because of child sex scandals. Oh, and the, wait, wait, isn't that the same two groups that are pushing the whole vaccine, COVID, pan,
2: scam, Wait, the same pedophiles? Ridiculous, beyond Ridiculous. Just in case you didn't know... Just in case I want to make this
1: special announcement here... Special, special announcement... I believe it was in a Kentucky high school... If you haven't heard yet... I mean this is something to celebrate folks... The first male homecoming queen in a high school... It's kind of like Kamala Harris uh, applause there... <laughs> I mean... And I, I saw the bit of the video... Mom's very proud. Very, very proud.
2: And I'm thinking, poor boy, poor kid. Now, I don't know if they did it as a as a uh
1: I you know, a stunt like like in, you know, the movie Carrie where they were, you know, put her up on stage. Somehow I doubt it. You know, the wokeness and the whole part of it. Probably did it to show how woke they are, all this. Kind of like the 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 High school tier leading team and football team that was playing a Catholic school that made the uh, sign "We can smell your privilege" and wrote "Privilege in white," although there were n- not just Caucasian people playing on the other team. But this is this is why and this is this could not be stopped except by if you have to elect a certain person, governor, president, or something. Can't get control of the schools yourselves, ourselves, the citizens, the people who pay for them. Oh yeah, yeah. Just take your kids out. And I'm not. It's not even just me. How many? I've heard doctors say that, or many, many people say that. If you ever want to do away and take control of the United States education system, get your kids out of it. And I've done that personally
2: with a step. Child that I've had. And uh, I wasn't rich, wealthy, or anything. I
1: was an E5 in the military. Go look it up. You'll see exactly what they make. Now I'm going to take... Well, hold on. I want to do this one as well. I don't know if you're following or anybody's looking. I'm not following it. 100% I don't know every detail of it. I have seen quite a bit of it. The Kyle Rittenhouse case... That's the young man in Kenosha, Wisconsin that was defending or uh, who's been allegedly accused allegedly of murdering a few people in self-defense. This was an interesting one. The FBI, when the defense requested and subpoena, wanted to subpoena a tape, a high-definition tape of the, everything that went on there that could prove their
2: Their uh what do you call it? Goodness, clients, innocents.
1: And it turns out the FBI destroyed the evidence in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. The defense requested a copy. FBI responded that the tape no longer existed. Hmm. FBI testified in private that there is a second version of the surveillance tape in HD that it did not provide the defense per courtroom member. So the defense asked for it. Oh, your Federal Bureau of Criminalization. It no longer exists. Ah, okay. Yes, that vaunted FBI. Yes. You know
2: that group that was run by Hoover, who was actually a hardcore racist. And... Oh, this was one. I'll tie this one into it for a second. I don't know if you've seen Tucker
1: Carlson's uh specialties coming out this week, the Patriot Purge. I'll give you I've seen part one, I haven't seen part two yet. I was telling a friend, my first thought about it is I'm glad. I mean, hey, thank goodness somebody in that media level is actually putting something out, but when I watched it, I said there's nothing that wasn't art that many of us haven't been talking about since the damn thing happened anyway. And, and like I said, it doesn't bother me that he's come out. What bothers me is me, oh, he's just, now he's oh, he's the best thing since sliced bread, oh my goodness, he's a hero, he's this. And, you know, I've seen it played up a little bit from that end, too. And what kind of bothers me about that is, I hate Johnny-come-latelys to the war. It does, it reminds me of being out like on the battlefield in Iraq or Afghanistan. And having somebody who hasn't been out there run out there of day one and go, yeah, I'm a hero, I'm in charge of it all. I <laughs> know. Well, welcome to the war. Shut the fuck up. Sit down and follow. Uh, not the SF, but you get what I mean by that. It just, where were you the whole time? And I'm glad you're waking up or something to this point, but, you know, I'm not seeing him in that video give, any props and anything to the people who've been saying it for a long time, and there's lots of people who have. But I'm glad it's out there, maybe to wake people up to a certain extent. But the reason I bring, the FBI reminded me of this when I've talked to said Hoover and the rest of it, Hoover and wiretaps. Okay, so you know there's part of this. There, there, this is one of the fake, phony parts of this whole thing. There's subpoena. Oh, they, I see it all over CNN, Twitter when I look on there. Oh, the people, they 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 got together. The members of Congress helped arrange all this. They were talking to some of the other conspirators. There's a young man. I don't know how young he is, actually. His name's Ali something. I think he is pretty young. I think he's in his 20s. And uh, I believe he's an immigrant to the country. And after 9-11, he sends his name's Ali something. He got put on a list. And he happens to be a very freedom-loving individual and was running part of the uh, movement of Stop the Steal. And he was on a phone call quite openly on his cell phone with members of Congress and all that. And here's the fake phony part that they, went. Folks, if you don't think the phones in the, <laughs> the Capitol are, aren't tapped and haven't been tapped for decades... Okay, what color is the sky in La La Land? Remember, just a spoonful of sugar. Take the jab and help the medicine. Go down the medicine. Go down in the most
2: delightful way. Yeah,
1: okay. So they already have this stuff. Everything. I've heard... Look, it's such a inside-in-the-beltway the, in the beltway kind of thing that I'm aware of. And when I was running, I was telling staff members and other people that the first thing that's going to go up is signs all over the office. Everything you say and do in this office is recorded. Assume it's being recorded because it is. <laughs> they've, look, the CIA, every time anything comes, they've infiltrated the staffs, all of it. Please. If you think it's just KC talking craziness, go look it up. It's not. So to see that there about the FBI's destroyed a tape, uh, duh. Go back, as I've said many times, the reason it's going on now is because it happened, at least, let's just pick 1963, November 22nd, for those of you in Rio Linda who don't know history, that'd be the day they shot a president. And the FBI had the case solved within an hour or so. Without a doubt, Every uh, one one Lee Harvey Oswald killed the president alone. Now, when they were forced to, they said they had pictures of him out here, there doing this. Oh, well, no, we don't. Uh, while well, you have recordings of the phone conversations about ye Yeah, those got destroyed. Oh. Oh, okay. So, nothing new going on there to see. Nothing here to see. But this, and it's interesting to me too. I've seen quite a few of the videos from that day. And the young man was definitely being pursued. There were other shots fired that day. There were times he could have fired and didn't fire that even, I'm not even sure I wouldn't have fired during. There's a lot more to that story than just some white supremacist standing on the corner or something and oh, a couple of folks showed up a color and he just shot them. That's not at all how it went down and happened. Not even close. But of all the people, all the murders, all the deaths, all the destructions, all this, He's the only one being tried for anything that I've seen. Oh, that's right. He wasn't, you know, I'm sure if he'd have just turned the rifle the other way, shot some police or some white people. Actually, I think one or two of the people that he shot was white. I think maybe all the people he shot was white. They were just BLM Antifa protesters or somebody coming after him. But anyway, if he just turned it around, shot some white supremacist Republicans or cops, hey, no big deal. But no, they're trying him. FBI's hiding the tapes. And the part says, the FBI destroyed evidence in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. At this point, the only way to solve the problem would be to disband the agency and bar former employees from serving in positions of public trust. Amen.
2: And I'm sorry. I'm sure, like I always say, excuse me for just a second,
1: I'm sure there are good people somewhere in there. But if you haven't spoken out at this point, at the corruption and you're aware of it, then you're just as much of the problem and that should apply to you as well. Because all it takes for evil to triumph is for good people To say and do nothing. I don't want to hear about the good people here, the good people there. I'm sure there probably are, but at what point? I mean, seriously, if I'm watching somebody kill somebody and commit crimes, like just in a mafia family, well, I'm the Don or one of the Capos or something like that. I'm not exactly killing the people. I'm a lower guy, right? I'm not even the, I take that back. I'm just a guy lower on the totem pole, you know, somewhere mid-level maybe. And I haven't ordered anybody to kill. But I'm watching these crimes. They're stealing, they're killing, they're doing this.
2: And I don't say anything. Am I still a good person? Do I qualify as being... As people listen to me once this hopeful? Well, he's a good guy.
1: I can tell you I didn't consider that in the military. And I've I've given... People shit for that right to their faces for it.
2: People that outrank me by far.
1: And they didn't have much of an argument for it either, actually. So I'm debating on whether I should save this because it might take me a little longer than 30 minutes to get through it. I think I will because. There's a. Let me be sure I don't have any
2: other clips that I wanted to play you today. No, there's not. Okay, so I tell you what, I will leave
1: it at that. I will save this other one for the next show. Want to thank you folks for being with me today. Hopefully. Got something out of this today. Made sense some way, shape, or form. I I do it to hopefully wake some folks up. Maybe not only that, but also maybe some folks think the same way and they think, "May I? sometimes am I crazy or something? And to hear somebody else say it, or okay, so you're not alone. And also because I'm not alone. And that's the one I'd like to add to people because I've had several people. Well, how many? I don't know. But I want to communicate with me somehow. Subscribe to the website, folks. Something, drop a line, say hi. <laughs> Anything to let me know you're out there in the world. Because sometimes I do. I feel like I'm just in the desert saying, and nobody's out on the other end. Not a big organization, not even close. Just little old me here, little old KC. So, you know, do me a favor. If you if you enjoy the show, if you listen to it, not even regular, or unregular, or whatever, shoot me a line. Subscribe to the website. Just say hi. Love to hear from you. I'd love to hear people's stories. I've asked for it from all over the world because I know it's going. And we have listeners, like I say, all the way to Australia, New Zealand. But say hi. I'd appreciate it very much. But anyway, thank you for... Allowing me to be with you today. I will see you next time. And until that next time, heaven willing. Actually, let me do one thing. I have one last clip to play for you before I sign off. And here it goes.
2: Well, yeah, okay, there we go. Uh, hold on. There we go. Blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the
5: kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for what is right, For they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful. For they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted in the cause of right. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people abuse you and persecute you and speak all kinds of calumny against you for my sake. Rejoice! And be glad! For your reward will be great in heaven, as it was for the prophets persecuted before you. In your prayers, remember your father knows what your needs are before you ask him. This is how you should pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil.
1: And this is KC signing out, folks.